This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com at me like that i'm scared okay Gill is in the house. Oh my gosh. Hello. How are you? How are you? I don't know how to act. <laughs> what do like, I do with my hands? I, where, um, do, I, do I look okay? Do I sound okay? Abby, what's going on? <laughs> okay. We do know she has a side though, because this is her side. There was a special request. I made a presidential request today to sit in your chair because this is my dimple side. And as the president, when the president says something, you have to listen, which brings me to my first case in point. Let me give you a quick introduction on Morgan Massengill. Okay. Here we go. First off. You may, know, you may know her from producing the Bobby Bones show. Uh-huh. You may know her from being Bobby Bones' right-hand gal, his manager. You may also know her from Instagram as Dylan and... Dylan? As you may know her from Instagram as Cooper and Dawson's aunt. <laughs> you may know her from Instagram from Twin Life because she's got a twin and they're hilarious. But most importantly... Her newest role, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, drum roll, please. Drum rolling for myself. 
Morgan is the queen. Oh my god. And the president. Stand? Oh my goodness. Everybody? Please stand. Morgan is a queen. I'm being knighted right now. Okay. Yes. Morgan, everyone, please take your seat. Morgan, the queen, the president, or the fairy godmother someone, has entered the building. <laughs> you know, someone gets it, Caroline. I just, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Is this your daughter? Yes, okay. it is. Yes, it is. How does it feel to be the president of the Nashville Podcast Network, otherwise known as the queen? Pretty damn good. You know, up until this point, it felt okay. But now that I have uh, a sparkly star in my hand and a crown on my head. It feels right, you know? I feel like this moment had to happen. All of a sudden, I see your confidence is here. It's like you settled into queen mode as soon as this happened. I am a Leo, so I feel like Same. this is very fitting for me. It Do is. I need to wear this the entire... Yes. Oh, God. I think you shall. <laughs> How's my hair, Abby? <laughs> wow, wow. I'm, I'm being... <laughs> Yeah, okay. I just think it's great. I mean, this is this cape is a little bit warm. It's furry. <sighs> it's a strong cape and, and hot pink. I, well, I'd say like a pastel pink. Uh huh. How's it? Okay. All right. Well, let's <laughs> bippity boppy boo. Let's get into it. <laughs> I have been waiting for this day for so long. I didn't even know I was waiting for this day because, first off, being on the Bobby Bones Podcast Network has been a dream come true. Obviously. It's so great. It's such an incredible network. Bobby is so encouraging and helpful. Mm -hmm. And so is Mike D. But it's like, I didn't even know what I was missing until you showed up. Having a president of the network come in and be you and like you swoop in here with your magic wand and then you created this set and then you got with me and like within a day we went through my whole podcast brand and like we had reworked the whole thing and it's like, you just have this ability to see oh what needs gosh. to be done. Well, that initial meeting with you was, it went really long. Do you remember? I was fired up about it. And I was too going in because I feel like you have a really good podcast, Caroline. Thank you. I've really been working on it for a long time, for eight years, but I need a yeah. president and to I, guide me. The thing about podcasting is you do it every week until you die no I'm just kidding and but you kind of yeah and you kind of like don't you lose gauge of what you're even talking about because you're just in your own brain you can easily get into the rut of I've been doing this so I'm churning and burning I'm putting out episodes but what are we doing anymore you know what is, who am I who are you what are we so talking about I popped in and I was like what should we be doing let's talk about it so and we housekeeping here yeah a little housekeeping because all of the all of the um pieces are there of the puzzle I think it was just us trying to figure out how do we move a few of these around in a way that's new and fresh but not changing what you do so well exactly and that's why I'm like I had no idea that <laughs> you are this magical creature because you popped in and within one session it's like okay I already feel so much more cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like my brand, like, just trimmed the fat so much. Yeah. This and, is, <laughs> and even the guests we've been getting these last few yeah. episodes. Ray Lynn. Oh, my God. Oh, my. If you haven't heard the Ray Lynn it's episode. So good. Oh, my. Ray Lynn, do you need a podcast, a sister? You know what? Ray Lynn, you should join this network. Uh, she should, actually. I, she is so hilarious. And she's a walking podcast. Y'all had me cracking up. If you haven't heard that episode, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been fun so far. This is. I'll let you interview me. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, so I want to do a few little rapid fire questions because when I started thinking about like, what do I need to know about Morgan? Because there's so much that I know about you and I think you're so savvy. Like you're so smart and you're so like, 
confident. You are gassing me up. Okay, I'm going to gas you up and then I'm going to just gas you right back down, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, well, we don't have to do that part. I'm just but kidding. I'm just kidding. There's nothing to gas you down okay. with. I mean, well, I was just going to maybe talk about like poop and stuff, but. We can get there because yeah. there are some poop problems. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't have poop problems though? Apparently some people don't, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> I mean, uh, everyone struggles with the poop. But let's bit. save that okay, till we'll later. You were going to gas me up. Listen, right? guys, okay. we're going to give you a teaser. We're going to talk about poop. So hang on <laughs> till the end. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm going to do a little rapid, rapid fire. Cause I was okay, like, there's so much I already have learned about you and I'm already obsessed with, but like, let's go deeper. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So let's start off with favorites. Okay. Favorites. Favorites. Food. Mmm. Chicken enchiladas. Hmm. Chicken enchiladas. Very specific, but my mom used to make really good chicken enchiladas growing up. And I've recently kind of figured out, I think, what her recipe was. And I've been eating tons of chicken enchiladas lately. So that's my answer. Next. Chicken enchiladas. What's your favorite vacation? That I've had in my life. Mm -hmm. So... I'm a twin, like you mentioned, and um, this is rapid fire, and I was about to go into a whole tangent. You can but tangent. It can be rapid tangent. My sister, back in, I want to say 2018, got pregnant with her first child and ended up having a missed miscarriage at 12 weeks, and it was awful, and... I was going through some hard things at that time too, not anything that was even close to what she was going through, but we needed a sister trip. So we, after she had gone through her DNC and everything and had healed up some, we took a trip to Portland, Maine together. Mm. And that was just such a life-giving trip for the both of us because I was processing heartbreak at the time and she was processing heartbreak a heartbreak and a loss. And man- That was the first time me and her together kind of, we laughed and we enjoyed life together in the midst of like heartache. So that's a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was really good. And she actually, we had a moment on that trip because she was testing her ovulation because she wanted to try again. Mm -hmm. And she ovulated while we were on that trip. And that was her first time ovulating since the loss. And I remember... Even though the trip was so good, her crying in the hotel room where, and I'm like, Megan, let's just get out and about. Like, God is going to allow you to ovulate again when it's time to have the baby you're meant to have. And a few months later, she got pregnant with my nephew, Cooper. So was she crying at ovulating because she was missing the window to try? Yes. She, and it felt so scary and it felt like it might not, like just felt sheer. She had been waiting for that ovulation strip to show up that she was ovulating for a while. And so the fact that it happened when she's thousands of miles from her husband and knowing that they wanted to try again, it just brought up a lot of really raw emotion for her. And she was still processing losing a child. Um, And so that was a moment we had on that trip. And I, I just got real with her and was like, Megan, I can't understand what you're going through right now at all. But I know that you're gonna have a child here on earth like and God intends that for you I I feel that so deeply in my soul and a few months later she got pregnant with my nephew Cooper and and we talk about that to this day of you know there was a reason that she wasn't home that first time you Mm -hmm. know 
And anyway, it's hard to have. This was meant to be rapid fire, by the way. And I just, I don't know how to rapid fire. It's okay. Rapid tangent. It's, it's hard to believe that like there's a plan in place when you're in the middle of like just devastation. Right. Um, It's hard to believe that you have to go through that because there's something that's waiting for you that's like going to be good. And you're like, okay, but this is like awful. And she was in the thick of it. We were in the thick of it. And we, at the time, were struggling with questions of why things happen the way they do. And it it ended up being such a beautiful journey to her getting pregnant and having my nephew, Cooper. And now she has another little boy named Dawson that I named him, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I did. So do you feel like you're kind of like a mom? Um, I wouldn't say that, but I'm definitely a very uh, in-the-picture aunt. Like, I... They live in Texas, and I fly out there probably no less than six You're times. You're going a year. at the end of this month. Yeah, that's well. <laughs> I'm hoping to. They don't know that, oh, so cut, we we'll cut this part out. Um, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. <laughs> but yeah, I go out there all the time because they're just the best part of my life, and I love them so much. I feel like so silly talking so seriously with this crown on. Would it offend? No, you can take it off. You, if you I want. just take the, I will sit it and I will. You can, you can, you can do whatever makes treasure you feel this good. with my. Okay, tre- as long as you treasure the moment. I do. Okay. Just wanted you to feel that moment all the way. <laughs> I'm gonna start crying in a little <laughs> in your daughter's cave at some point. How do we look, Abby? Looking good. You can't see right now. Producer Abby is behind the camera. Looking like a queen. (laughs) Princess. Okay, more rapid fire. Okay, here we go. So kind of to pick, I mean, I still have questions I want to get to, but this is just lead. This is leading me into conversations I want to have with you. Okay. Which is twin life because Mm -hmm. that could either be like so awesome or so competitive or, you know, like you, it, but I actually, I feel like most twins are just so happy they're a twin. Like every time, and also, are y'all from Britain because, or Italy because you say aunt. Aunt. <laughs> you from Milan. You I actually grew up in Milan, Tennessee. Ma- and, otherwise known as Milan. And Milan. I don't know why in my adult life I say aunt. Because you're because so Because I used to call my aunts Aunt Dana. Was aunt. my so you went from ain't, ain't to aunt. I don't know. That's a big jump. It is a big jump. <laughs> I think it's because when I started trying to train Cooper of what to call me, I didn't want to be ain't Morgan. <laughs> so, so aunt Morgan. Aunt Morgan. Aunt Morgan is visiting. <laughs> She's flying southwest. Yeah. You can have so, a spot of tea when she gets here. From ain't to aunt. Mm. Fancy. Okay. So twin life. You are a twin. Yes. And I love, I relate to Meg a lot because, okay, if you follow Morgan on her Instagram, which y'all should, by the way, because it's very funny, and you make these funny, funny videos, and a lot of times you do them with Meg, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I relate to her. Like, y'all did this one where y'all have to talk about each other's icks, Mm -hmm. which is so funny in this really weird voice that y'all put a filter over, and she was saying, like, Morgan, you always have to make me camera ready. And then you're like, well, my ick about you, Meg, is that you've been listening to the same playlist your whole life and you don't know who any of the new artists are. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel her though. I I I like get in my car and turn on, uh, I turn on Jack FM because I'm listening to classic rock. I'm like, I'm not, I don't even know who the new people are, Morgan. I'm so bad. She cracks me up because we, we're so similar in a lot of ways, but then in 
ways like this, we could not be more different. Like I've made a career in the entertainment and music industry. And so I think I'm a little bit knowledgeable about who is who and I'll turn on a song for her and she's just immediate. She, she thought Granger Smith and Parker McCollum were the same person for they a second. They feel similar. They feel, they feel like they're in a, in Texas fields. I guess. I feel like they belong with a cowboy hat in a field. Both sometimes of them. I feel like Megan, you're younger than this. Like we, you're not grandma status yet. We have to keep you young and spry. It's hard to stay young and spry with the TikTok world. I'm and with you. kids. Oh my Gosh. goodness. She's got Especially her hands you, so full. She's watching uh, Coco Melon. Yeah. Coco Melon, Blippy. Blippy. I've watched so much They're, Blippi. They do Blippi? So much Once Blippi. Once you do Blippi, and, it's and a hard Mika? Oh, yes, and Mika. And my nephew, it's from the moment you wake up, he's wanting to watch those shows. And I'm like, let's get outside. Ugh. I mean, Megan they doesn't let learning. him just sit in front of the screen, but like. They are learning shows. Out of all the shows, like they're learning about things, but it's brutal. And Peppa Pig. So that's probably why my nephew calls me aunt instead of aunt. I love Peppa Pig. I like can tell you all my favorite kids shows. I love Mira the Royal Detective. I love Bluey number one. Bluey's a good Bluey's one. Bluey's good. I was talking to my friend Bree who has two kids and she's like, don't judge me, but I'm staying up late past my kids' bedtime watching the new season of Bluey because it's so funny. <laughs> it It is uh, coming for other kids shows next because they are really doing their best. They work. are. They're doing it. Okay, so what is it like having a twin? Do you always feel like comforted and safe because you have this other half and like you never feel alone in the world? Or do you feel like, was it competitive growing up? Did y'all want to date the same guy? Was somebody cooler than the other one? Like somebody the boss? What's the vibe? Being a twin, and I don't, I'm going to get mushy for a second. It has been the greatest gift God has ever given me in this life. I I was born Megan. We were C-section babies, um, and my sister was born first. Megan was a minute ahead of me, so it's like from the moment that I entered this world on August twenty first, nineteen ninety two. Mark it down, important day. Everybody send Morgan. The president, president was born that day. <laughs> the president was born. We need a national holiday. I already have my best friend in the world. You know what I mean? And and you just are. You don't have to prove it. Yeah, she is the one person on this earth I cannot live without. We talk about this because, and this is going to get morbid, so sorry, but we came into the world together and we talk about the fact that that odds we go out together are not great. And I've literally told her, I'm like, I have to go first because I can't live here without, there's no point to it for me without her like oh. we are so close we drive each other crazy too and we definitely fight like sisters but we're those sisters that we can be at each other's throats and then 30 seconds later we're like so you hungry like um, <laughs> so we're very close and you asked if we were ever competitive I don't think so like we were really into a lot of the same things growing up we we're into academics and we were cheerleaders. We did that together. And it, you know, I don't think competition has ever really been a thing for us. Um, but I think we went through some things early on in life where we were each other's rock. And so it's always been that sort of relationship between us. Do you think having a best friend like that, who was your sister, set you up to not feel competitive with other women? Because I feel like you're such a boss, but you're also like, you're just so like a good, like girl, good gal. I, that's a really good question. 
Caroline, do you interview people for a living? I do. Wow. I find people so fascinating. I I don't really feel like I'm in competition with other women in I just feel like I'm different. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like and that's okay. Like I look at feel different. I am just rough around the edges and always I'm not the most ultra feminine woman like I have those qualities um but I don't know I just feel like a little bit of an odd duck in a way just in general in life so I never really look at other people as my quote-unquote competition because I never look at someone and go oh they're they're so much like me like we're in such a similar lane like if you have ever followed me on Instagram and saw my stories, like I just talk about anything and everything and try and keep it as real as possible. But I think I'll look at life through this interesting lens. So competition with other women has not ever really been something I have feared. I love seeing other women succeed. And I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, like I just have tears in my eyes when I see Taylor Swift, you know, accept her like fourth <sighs> Grammy. Like I'm so excited for her. But like, I, I just, I'm not in a sense, daily thinking about competition with other people. You're just doing you. I'm just doing me. You're just kind of following your flow. Yeah, following my flow. Other people have their things going on, and our lanes are different, and that's cool and what it is. Speaking of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, can we just talk about it for one second? Because it's all I can think about. I spent a whole yoga class just, like, envisioning their life together the other day. That's Is that what you're supposed to be thinking about in yoga? Aren't you supposed to be meditating and, like, thinking of... Nothing. It was making me so happy though. Like I have not been this giddy about a romance in so long because I'm like, oh my God, Taylor Swift. She has been looking for love Mm -hmm. her whole life. You can hear it in every song she's ever written. She has tried so hard to date everyone, you know, and like really like put her heart into it. It's not like she's just like, she really like loves these people. She wants Mm -hmm. a great relationship. And she's been through so much. And I then relate to her in a lot of ways, to be honest. But then, so it's but, like she's had these hard goes yeah. with it. And she, and I feel like no one's fully appreciated her. Like, she needs to be appreciated. And then here comes Travis Kelsey, this stud, you know, who, like, pursues her. And he's, then he's just, really confident in himself. He doesn't, you got know. a great family life, you know. Yeah. Mama Kelsey. He's got his own things going on. and that's, Brother is adorable. I love them. Their podcast is so good. But to that point. I saw, when I saw this news at the beginning, I was like a lot of people where I thought, is this for press? Is this just PR? And maybe it is. I don't know. I have no way. No but way. But I am so happy for her. Me too. Because look at that man. <laughs> look at that man. I've seen footage of him in the locker room and I blush just looking at it on my phone screen. I'm like, I should be seeing this much <laughs> chest na- hair on a man. Is he naked? Oh no. He like walked into the, they were like shooting something in the locker room and he walked in. He's like literally in his little boxer briefs and all this chest hair everywhere. Did you like, like the chest hair? I love, <laughs> I love hair. a little chest hair. You love some chest <laughs> hair. Anyway, so. Hot, a little sweaty. <laughs> we're happy for you, Taylor. And, and I'm not know, jealous at all. And he's like so tall and strong and you know, he probably just like. He's a manly man. He's a manly and man with a sweet little adorable personality. Yeah, I mean. And yeah. also like a badass. He has a sense of humor, you and know, style. he seems like someone <laughs> who doesn't take life too seriously. And I think some of the people she's dated in the past, especially this like last relationship she was in, it's someone who's like a super duper creative person, which is great in one sense, but they take things so, I mean, I've worked in artist management. They take things so seriously. And sometimes you just need somebody a little bit more goofy, goofy, lighthearted, isn't, you know, yes. 
it really worried about a headline heavy. at the end of the day. Right. Can laugh it off. Yeah. And I don't know Taylor's personal life and I don't want to talk crap about any of her exes, but I am happy to see her with Travis Kelsey, a man that's taller than her, a man it's that makes strong. her feel little. Uh-huh. Go girl. And I mean, just like, it's, I'm just like, it's so good. You, I was talking to my neighbor, Miss Patty, about this. We were walking our dogs and we we're talking about Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. And it was like, I'm just so excited to see there's so much bad news all the time. Everyone's talking shit about everything. Like, you know, everyone's fighting. It's just like, there's so much injustice. There's all this negativity out there all the time. And it's like, thank you, Taylor Swift, for letting us see a good old-fashioned, beautiful romance just in front of our eyes. It's like we all just needed to see the best love story. Like, mm-hmm. she wrote that song, Love Story. It's like, she's giving us the best love story. And you pursued we've her. I know. It's like, it's perfect. <laughs> Perfect. And she's just men, fit. men, take some notes. And she's just fit right in with the whole Chiefs kingdom yeah, and yeah. everything. And I'm like, it's so good. It's just peak level good. I hope I am a romantic at heart. And I feel like a lot of times the world affirms this belief I have that true love doesn't really exist. Right. So seeing them makes me happy. And I know everybody, it's a hot button topic. Some people are tired of seeing it. But I just I'm rooting for them. I'm personally rooting for them. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, so that leads me to dating, Morgan. Oh, God. Because you are like a woman who <laughs> I is, last time I checked. I am a woman. <laughs> who is super capable and confident mm-hmm. and badass. It's like you produced the Bobby Bone show. That's yeah. like the biggest radio show in country music. Mm-hmm. You manage Bobby Bones. That means you got your shit together if you can manage him because he's got so much going on. He does. And you can navigate all that and handle that. And you understand what he My needs. My eyes twitching knowing like where she's going. <laughs> Continue. You're the president now of a network. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you have that responsibility to handle this because you're a badass. So it's like sometimes it's hard to find guys who are like, I-, I hate this in this day and age, but do you feel like guys are intimidated by that? I I don't know that it's intimidation. I just have a knack of picking guys that aren't good for me. <laughs> Your picker's broken? <laughs> My picker's a little broken. But um, everybody's picker's broken until they pick the right one. That's true. You know? Sometimes maybe you're just learning what you don't like. I haven't been in a relationship in like over two years, I want to say. And I've not even really... I date here and there. Do you like make out sometimes? No. You I never make... I was I'm, such a make out bandit. Really? I'm such a prude. I was... Oh, I can't say this. Yes, you this can. Is, I was going to say I was a... Until I graduated college, like I like me too. You were yes, girl. I, I don't know if that means anything. I wasn't trying to get frisky out there. I mean, I was trying to make out, but I wasn't trying to like. No, but I literally don't. I don't like being touched really, unless <laughs> I'm super feeling you. You know what I mean? And I don't. You like personal boundaries. Like you're not someone who wants to just fawn all over somebody, right? I had a guy kiss me on a first date once, and that really put me off. I was like. Mm. I don't know. And then he ended up not being that great of a guy. Not saying that that's always a correlation and I need to stop using such limiting belief systems sometimes, but it was too soon. It was too soon for me, you know, to each their own, but no, I haven't made out with anyone in probably a a year. (laughs) Do you feel like that first makeout makes you nervous? Yeah. I still get giddy and nervous when I'm dating someone new and I get nervous before dates still. Yeah. Not because I think there's anything super weird or wrong with me. It's just, are we going to click? Is conversation going to come easier? Is this going to feel like a job interview where I'm trying to pull answers out of him and then he's not turning the questions back on, you know. Am I going to get food in my teeth or accidentally toot? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We know I have colon issues. I mean, I feel like I always have maybe Um, a little toot come out. 
No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so I don't know where we were going with that. <laughs> but dating out there. But dating is weird right now. And it's like you, yeah. I'm on apps. Did, and, but, how do people date on apps? I miss the apps. I miss the apps you, generation. I, I am about to generation. come across this chair and strangle you for dating that. I it miss hard, it. No, it's hard out here in these streets, Caroline. What is it like in the streets of the apps? Not great. I mean. What are people like out there? Honestly, I need to be less judgmental. I think from some of my previous relationships, I've been a little burned and I need to let that be what it is separately. But I will get on the apps and scroll through and just, I immediately get the ick so easily. Like if I see a guy's taking a selfie in a bathroom. I like A selfie in a bathroom? Yeah, like a mirror selfie. Oh, like with a shirt off? And I can see a toilet in the background. And, you know, shirt, shirt off selfies. There's so Why many- does the toilet throw you off? Um, I'm just like- you should have tried harder. You went into this bathroom to take the photo or to like use a bathroom. I don't know. It's like two, the, the two don't match. Yeah. I'm like, what are yeah. you doing in there? Yeah. You know, I, I just okay. imagine if I was at the house with someone like that and taking they're, they're in the bathroom and like, I think they're like going number two and really they're in there like taking a selfie, trying to get the right angle. I don't know. Yeah, Something about that doesn't right, sit right with me. It's not the right room to take the selfie. Yeah. I feel you. Okay. Anyway, I'm being judgmental. It's hard not to be when you're out there on the streets. But I think I've been through enough that I I feel like I have to be judgmental and not give people the benefit of the doubt anymore because that has got me in the past. You know what um, Jesse James Decker told me? I told you this in the hallway. Or I told Abby this. Anyway. Remind me because I think I remember, but remind me. Well, and Jesse, I, I feel like she is pretty good on love. Like she's. Like a connoisseur of love. And look at like. her, man. And she manifested Eric Decker. Jesse, we love it for you, girl. No wonder you're having all those kids. Exactly. <laughs> no wonder you got that fourth baby coming. Because <clears throat> you'd be fine. But Jesse told me, she said, when I was out there on the streets making out, which you're not, you're on the streets with the apps, but I was like going on dates because you had to go to bars. Because like people yeah. didn't know how to, you couldn't, you had to meet mm-hmm. them in the flesh, you right. know? You couldn't, get times. The, you couldn't get the full resume picture update and the bullet points of who this person was. It's like, oh, there you are. Which nope. is kind of nope. scary. People were dating is. and just not knowing who the person really was at all or having no background. But continue, now you I'm get a full background. Like you get yeah. a full like bullet point press shot of who this person is. And then you just like, nope, nope. No, it's no. very yeah. wild. But she was like, Caroline, have you written your letter to God? You told me. Yes. yes. And she said, you have to write your letter to God and you have to talk about in the present tense, like, dear God, thank you so much for my incredible. I mean, this is cheesy. And like, listen, some girls are like, uh, bleh, vomit. Like, so write cares? like you already have him. Yes. And it's like, I think it's still okay to be a female and want some good old fashioned romance and love. That doesn't mean that you're not a badass at the same time, but like mm-hmm. everybody wants, I mean, back to Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, everybody wants some good old romance and love. Everybody wants a little chest hair in their life. Everybody wants some chest hair in their life. So <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with trying to visualize what it is that your particular soul is craving. And so basically you write a letter to God and you say, dear God, and you write in present tense. You're like, thank you so much for this fine ass man, Father God. Thank this you, fine ass man, Father God, with all this chest <laughs> hair, who is so funny and treats me like a queen. And we, and then you like list what you love to do together, and how he loves to take bike rides with me in the evening, and we like to listen to Mozart and da 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 or whatever, whatever, whatever weird little things. Mozart. Mm. Whatever weird little like quirks, quirks that you find that you would find enjoyable with mm. a partner forever. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the things I could write in this letter. You just need to he write likes it. to lick whipped cream off my toes, Father God. No, Are I'm you a toe girl? No, not really. But I'm just <laughs> but you're open. 
Never say never. I've only had one person try to lick my toe before. And I have to tell you, it caught me off guard. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Were your feet clean? Yeah. I mean, they were. I guess I'd been out in shoes all night. I guess if you're to that point with the person, it's I like, really wasn't to that point oh with the God. person. We, I told you, I like to make out. That was it. So, then so you're making the, out with him and all of a sudden the he's popping happens. the toe in his yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> to be a fly on the wall on it, that interaction. It was a little. It was a little. It was a little. I don't um, think I've ever had a man put my toe in his mouth. <laughs> so if you want to be the first, apply below. <laughs> Middays with Morgan. She's going to give us the update, which is going to lead us to her podcast, which she's going to be launching soon. Uh, Called uh, Middays with Morgan. We shall see. Nothing in stone. Morgan, you have Anyway, to. back to toes. Toes anyway, and feet. Anyway, back to toes. So, yeah. So, dating out there. So, now you have, you write this letter to God, and then you put down all the things that you're so grateful to have, mm-hmm. and then it makes it super clear to what you want. And so, then when the person comes into your mm-hmm. life or when you date someone, you're like, oh my gosh, that person's not anything that I oh, want. Mm-hmm. So you can e- easily swipe left. I had this friend. Which is no. Yeah. Pass. pass. I had this friend that, this reminds me, her name's Emma and she's John Chris sister, Emma. Oh, the um, comedian. Yeah. And love her. She was in a small group with me and she, I believe journaled about her future husband or like wrote this letter to God, I want to say. And her dad married her and her husband when they got married, but this was before she'd ever met him, I want to say. And he read her letter to God, like at the wedding ceremony. And Eli, her now husband, checked every single box. See? And See? I remember I was in a bad relationship at the time. You're like, this I, is not I, the letter to God I would be yeah, writing. And I was like, wow, I have chills right now because she prayed that prayer and she had a long list. You know, it would have been very easy for one or two of those boxes to not be checked. And God checked every single one. So God, I've seen what you've done for others. I will be writing, writing my letter later today. Yes. Um, but funny is key. I got to have a man that can make me laugh. Because you know? you're funny. Um, you like to laugh and be funny. I like to play. Like, I like to be lighthearted. And I've dated some people that are so funny. And so when you have someone that you could just banter with and jive with, when you don't have that, it's ugh. a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's like, dude, this, it's, we're all going to die. Like, you know, let's least. just laugh a little on the way there, you know, <laughs> gosh. Um, so anyway. Okay, so funny, and then what about, like, kids being married? Like, you know, because we're at the age now where people are... I think I would be a lovely stepmother. I'm a great great aunt, and I love my nephews so much, and they're not my biological children, even though, like, kind of, because Megan's my twin, but whatever. (laughs) Um, I do think... I had step-parents in the picture growing up, and I got to see good examples of being a step-parent and, like, not-so-great examples, and... I think that I, I'm open to, I think God is going to bring the right man in his time. I, I that's why I haven't really written the letter because I have been out in these streets and dated and I know what it looks like when it's just, you're, you know, you've gone through this with fertility and things like when you're, you're trying to force something to happen that God is just very clearly saying, sister, um, sit down. <laughs> your action ain't going to change my plan, you know? So, mm. Ooh, your action, your action ain't, ain't going to change, change my plan. plan. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'm kind of taking a back seat. I think I need to probably be a little bit more open. Just write to, the letter to God. I will. Okay. That's I'm all on you got to do. I'm on it. It's gotta be funny. You gotta be tall. Uh, well, 
He didn't really have to be tall. Just taller. You know, taller than me. I'm five four. That's not hard. Yeah. Um, and then somebody who will be a great father. I feel like I'm seeing a lot in my life now that I am getting a little bit older of like the women in my life are really like carrying so much weight in being moms and the dads have it so much quote unquote easier. And I really, I have so much going on in my professional life that I'm going to have to have a man in the picture that wants to be an active participant in his children's lives, or I just don't want to have them. So Mm -hmm. that's a big one for me. And then obviously faith, you know, tell me about your faith. You know, it's been a little roller coaster ride, but I, I love the Lord and I think the Lord loves me most days. Some days I He always loves you. He, well, some days I struggle and what, what when you struggle, what are you struggling with? Um Oh gosh. The idea that God is always good ha- has been something that comes up for me because I've lived through some pretty difficult seasons. Um, that didn't make sense. And it always comes back to, yes, God is good. But I have days where I really am like, God, you know, I already went through this back then. Like, why, uh, why am I in this seat again? And so that's my humanness. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm human and God knows like where my heart is and my thoughts. And and he knows at the end of the day, I'm a ride or die for him, but I have my hard days. And I think uh, you're lying if you say you don't, but it just means you have a real relationship. Yeah. Um, I, I developed a real relationship with the Lord probably in my early mid twenties. What do you think prompted it? Um, I kind of hit some lows personally. I'd gone through a relationship that didn't work out. Um, and heartbreak has sort of been the hard part of my life. I think God or life, whatever you want to say, grants us a different deck of cards for each person, right? Like my sister struggled with, you know, her miscarriage and you've gone through struggles with miscarriage. My struggle has been relationships with men. So not that like they've all been awful, but I have been heartbroken a couple times in life. And I think I went through this heartbreak where I was like, wow, I thought that was your plan for me. And I do not really understand at all how it isn't. Um, I dated this guy I thought I was going to marry and it didn't work out. And he's married now and happy for him. That gave me a lot of closure. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But I think... Yeah, going through thinking you know the direction God is leading you and then sometimes a door gets slammed and you think, wow, like why why let me go through that? That's kind of mean. <laughs> but what have you learned on the other side of it after going through that? Why do you think you were able to go through that? I think we, any hardship we go through in life, hopefully we can use to be more empathic for others who are also going through hardship. I think God wants us to be connected with one another. Jesus struggled. Jesus went through so many trials and tribulations. And at the end of the day, my faith leads me to believe that we're meant to be more like Christ and Christ didn't have an easy life. We will not have an easy life here. And um, yeah, that's, that's sort of how I reconcile it in my brain of now I can look somebody in the eye who has lost a person that they thought would be there forever and have a real talk with them. 
you know, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have been able to have that conversation prior to that heartbreak. I mean, that doesn't make me like the fact that I went through it, but um, you're not going to get through this life without being scathed a little bit. It comes for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. It does. And it's, it's, I feel like I've noticed when you have early trauma, like when you have like childhood trauma mm-hmm. and you are, why it starts your wiring, like, Sometimes, like, I feel like, when, especially when we watch, like, child entertainers and all sorts of stuff, when people, like, have childhood trauma that happens to them, it is, you have to, like, have this moment where you realize, like, life doesn't have to be that way because, like, you've started off in the world thinking that it's traumatic, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, because everyone's going to get it, but, like, when you're older and you hit trauma, you're like, okay, I know that this isn't me per se I'm just going through it if that makes sense you have a little bit more awareness maybe that yeah. like the trauma isn't only who you are like I def- definitely have my fair share of childhood trauma and I think that that has been the hardest parents split early right my parents were like 2021 20, when and they were on Wait, again 2021 like recently no they were like 20 or 21 oh, oh. years old okay. I think when they got pregnant with me and my twin sister and they were one of those on again off again couples so probably had no business having children you know but <laughs> y'all need to be here here I am um so yeah that has been such a journey you know they I remember you've been following their love life with them yeah, and th- theirs was short-lived. Like, I remember them dating other people before they actually got married to each other. So we were a couple years old, me and my twin sister, before they got married. Oh, so they got pregnant, broke up, dated other people, then mm-hmm. got back together. Yeah, and their marriage, I hope, sorry, mom and dad, I hope I'm not throwing you under the bus right now. But it wasn't great. They were kids trying to figure out how to be married and how to be parents. And I have so much empathy for them now. Like, I, can you I've, even imagine? I've got 10 years on them right now. And I don't <laughs> know that I would have done anything any better or different, but right. then, you know, they dated other people and got married to I, I, my stepdad and stepmom that were in the picture from the time me and Megan were like in fifth grade to junior of high school. And then my mom struggled with some things, so we moved in with our dad, and uh, both of them went through divorces at the same time, my junior year of high school, from the step-parents had been in the picture. That you were close with. That, um, yeah, I was close with. And so by the time I was, I turned 17, I'd, I'd lived through three divorces. And you I, just lose the step-parents, I guess, right? Well, actually, I still keep in touch with my former stepdad, Tommy. I love him to death. He was such a great parent figure and love him. Love you, Tommy. But yeah, I think I learned at an early age or it was ingrained in me through that childhood trauma that we call it that things are temporary. People are temporary. And no matter how solid something feels, it'll end. And oh, that's a hard, that's a hard blow and to learn. And I still struggle. I mean, that. That's hard. The heartaches I've gone through in my 20s are nothing compared to that, like you said, that early um, wiring. It is so hard. I've gone to therapy. I've read books. And I still- It wires your nervous system. Oh, majorly. And I love my parents. I wouldn't change my story because I don't think I'm here today. I don't think I am the person I am without all of this. But it is so hard to overcome things that- we're just ingrained in you from a young age. Mm-hmm. And that's why you and Meg were so tight. So tight. We were each other's rock. We're weathering that. Whole, thank you. The Lord knew he you knew. needed each he other. Knew. And um, I'm thankful because 
we we talk about it still of wow that was just a wild time in life especially high school you know we're we're going through puberty like mom is separating from stepdad dad separating from stepmom like we feel kind of like it's our fault in a way because we disrupted the ecosystem from moving out of moms and moving into dads. And now all of a sudden that has caused everyone to get, there was a lot to so then it. You have a lot of pressure on yourself as a young kid. Yeah. I, I grew up so early. Caroline. And, I mean, I am not a doctor, but you might have, that might be some of your stomach stuff, like carrying some nervous energy. I had to have a stomach scope in high school because I was having so such bad stomach problems and they went away after I moved off to college because I was finally in a stable situation that wasn't just stressing me the fuck out yeah, all the time. Yeah. And I love, again, love my parents. And your parents did the best they could. They did the best they could with, totally. with the tools they had. Things at times have just changed so much, you know? I mean, nobody knew anything back then. Yeah. And I mean, anything, nobody talked about mental health back then. Nobody like divorce. It's just the whole thing was like, there was just not a lot of awareness about relationships and how to be in them yeah we've come a long way we, you know? we definitely tried they did their best they and did their best and when I struggle with anger or hard feelings about it I go back to we're all doing this for the first time this is their first time at life too yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. we're all fa- it is not easy for any of us and I'm by no means perfect like so I, I have a lot of empathy at the end of the day and love them so much I had and in, in ways I had a great childhood. So I don't just want to talk it up like I had this terrible upbringing, but there was a lot of hard times. So it, it shaped me for sure. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, let me ask you a few more questions, okay. Morgan. Um, what is, okay, since you work with celebrities, we're going to mm-hmm. do a few celebrity questions. What is the favorite celebrity that you've met personally? Lainey Wilson. Tell me why. She is, and I know she's getting a lot of flack right now for her Grammy win. Why is she getting flack? Well, yeah, I think there are a lot of people who don't think that she deserved that award. Um, Because she's just so new still? Because they think maybe Zach Bryan or fill in the blank oh, would have Zach been a, Bryan, He was oh, yeah. nominated. Too. Yeah, or fill in the Kelsey Ballerini and Lainey Wilson were the only two candidates, in my opinion. So I don't even know who else is on the. Well, ballot. I'm a fan of all the candidates. I just want to throw that yeah. out there. But who um, else was on there? Zach Bryan, Tyler Childers. I'm a massive Tyler Childers fan. I bought the merch for Tyler Childers. I've been to the shows. So as I say this, like I, I think Lainey is such a genuine person. I led the interns at my management company for a few semesters and we would have guest speakers come in and talk to our interns and this is after Lainey is blowing up she volunteered her time to come and sit with our interns for an hour and she didn't have to do that nobody you know until I'm talking about now no one knew she you know did that there's not like there was any she didn't do it for the press of it to let yeah, everyone know she went to talk to the interns. There's no kickback in that for her. She but didn't make a TikTok story and say, look at me talking to the interns. Yeah, she, she just did it. She just, I've I've met her a handful of times now. And every time I just go, man, I hope she stays as genuine. And I think she will, like, as genuine as she is. I think that this industry can definitely jade you and, you know, you're jaded and you and you start to think, like, your shit don't stink some people and I think I don't think Lainey Wilson will ever be one of those people I don't feel like she will either love you Lainey what makes a good celebrity what makes a good celebrity I think kind of like what I was saying with Lainey like keeping both feet on the ground I think you know there are massive celebrities that we know their names like Lady Gaga and these people that you know of but the ones that really stick with me are the ones who seem like actual real people and Mm -hmm. 
stay in touch with who they were when they were nobody. You know what right, I mean? Right. I think at the end of the day, the best celebrities I've met are like the Tim McGraws and the Keith Urbans. And there's a reason they they are so huge. It's because they treat people with kindness and look at you in the eye when you're the nobody producer and shake your hand and ask you how your morning's going. Like They also know what it's like to be at the top and the bottom. Yeah. Um, a good celebrity is one that doesn't act like they are a celebrity, in yeah, my opinion. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Say because really at the end of the day it is just a job. Yeah, yes, you are a brand. Okay, so that's another thing I want to ask you. How do you make a strong brand? Like, how do you know how to brand yourself? Okay, I have actually I wrote this down because yeah. What do you need to have a strong brand and following? Like, what are keys? Even because like there's people like yourself yeah. who aren't even trying to be an artist or anything, but you have a strong brand and following. I like, think it's knowing who you are and what you're good at. You okay. know, um, this so is how do you find that out? Kind of like middays, right? That originated. Talk just about where middays came from because it's going to be blown up into a podcast. Oh, we don't know that. Okay. So I do this little series on my Instagram where I just hop on my stories and I do quote unquote middays with Morgan. I just talk about what's on my mind that day or a story I've seen or a clip that makes me laugh. And that I just want to make fun of like, and that kind of originated out of, I had worked this creative job on the morning show and then I moved into a slightly less creative job in artist management, you know, and still have always had that piece of me that wants to create and like make people feel good and like, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I just started that on a whim one day and it has gotten so much I'm I'm small potatoes and I know that, but I have a little community and you do have a community. And I think it was oh, this tracks with people because I'm just being authentic and talking like how you would talk to your friend about did you see that headline and like what was that person thinking? You know, so as far as branding goes, I think you see some artists get messed up when they start trying to be something they're not because they think that that's what will sell or what's going to resonate with the audience when at the end of the day, I would rather have 80,000 followers on TikTok being my authentic self and have 8 million, you know, trying to be someone totally different to fit, you know, whatever little box that I feel like I need. Yeah. So I think. But it's knowing yourself. That's it's it's knowing yourself. It's having a vision. Look at Casey Musgrave. She knows who she is. She knows the kind of music she wants to make. Mm. She, when she drops a teaser for a project, oh my goodness. You know that when she was in the vision boarding of, of writing out that latest video she's put out, she just knew in her mind what What's it looked like video? already. She's posted a teaser video for some new music. And Casey, I'm fired up about I'm it. I'm fired. We share a birthday, me and Casey Musgraves. <laughs> Y'all are basically uh, twins. And Alex Cooper, by the way, of Call Her Daddy. You, Casey. So See, this is I'm a fitting career for me. Powerful people are born on, on August the 21st. Uh, Alex Cooper, <laughs> Casey Musgraves, and Morgan Massengill. But, Massengill. but talk about two women who know who the hell they are and are doing what they exactly. do. Exactly. Three women who know who the hell oh, they okay, are. Girl, uh -huh. All uh -huh. right. Uh -huh. But... Yeah, I think not everybody is a star, and that's okay, too, you know? When you have to meld yourself to be something entirely different for the accolades, are they 
fucking worth it? I don't think no. so. Well, and everybody is a star when they find what they're good at. Right. We all have a passion and a purpose. It's just... And you can be a star now. Anybody can be a star if you figure that out. And you can make a brand, you mm-hmm. know? Like, you yeah. can put it out there. Mm-hmm. And try things. Yeah. Okay, so you've pivoted a lot. Like, you did you start as an intern? Mm-hmm. So you you started as an intern. Yeah. Working for the Bobby Bone Show. Mm-hmm. Was that nerve-wracking? So Bobby came and spoke at my university in, I want to say, 2013. So it's been a, over a decade now. And I literally was in the girls' restroom in the communications building at MTSU. Had to pee. And was in the big stall, um, which I shouldn't have been because I'm not handicapped and uh, I'm probably going to get canceled for admitting this. But there was a flyer on the bathroom stall that Bobby was coming to speak at our school. And I wasn't in the club. I didn't know a lot about Bobby at that time. But I knew he was a radio personality. And I went and listened. And... It was the first time I felt like, oh, this is someone who could be a mentor to me because he had come from nothing. You know, his mom struggled with addiction. Like I have a mom that struggled with, sorry, mom, alcoholism. And I just, I saw a lot of him and me and me and him. And I didn't include any of that in the email because I would have been weird. But <laughs> I stayed up that night after I heard him speak and worked on my resume to make it sound like I had any idea of what I was doing in radio. Because you're what, like 19 at this point? 20? Yeah, I was probably 20 okay. or so. And sent an email in and got an interview with producer Elena. And she was like, okay, you could start next semester. And I was like, no, I'll start like next week. And I, that's just always how I approached it of what will you let me do? And I will do that plus whatever else you will let me do. Like I was constantly just trying to learn this industry regardless of I wasn't getting paid at the time. I, yeah. Um, what did you want to know about it? Like, why did you want, why did you have a fire so bad? I, I felt aligned. I felt mm. like God threw me a nugget. He threw me a little nug. What you does know? alignment feel like? Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do with life. I had changed my major a couple of times and it's a lot to ask an 18-year-old to just figure it out. You know what I mean? Goodness. And Most people just can't, even at any age, just figure it out, yeah. especially at 18. I think I was getting on the right path, but I don't think I fully knew what I wanted to do. And then Bobby came and spoke, and it just clicked into you place. You just knew. I just knew. Do you I, think y'all were meant to be? Like, it was yes. like, like, because that's probably why it happened so quickly, too. This, I feel like when things are aligned, it happens fast. This room that we're sitting in, before I'm even Bobby came and spoke at my school, um, I actually won tickets to come see, I want to say Cassidy Pope perform here. And I was just a college kid, hadn't met Bobby, hadn't heard him speak, anything like that yet. And I sat in this room, like watching someone else on this stage when I was in college. And now look. And now look. Now God, man. God, man. Like, isn't that crazy? And then, and then a few weeks later, Bobby came and spoke at my school. So I feel like God was literally like, girl, here's the breadcrumb. Come take it. You know, it takes a lot in life to have things align the way that they're supposed to. It's like, but then when they do, it's when they do, you just feel it in your bones. And I had people telling me when I was interning here, cause I wasn't getting paid. I was, I had to work another job to be able to afford the gas to drive from Murfreesboro to Nashville. And I had people in my life tell me it was a waste of time. And you know, I'm sure people listening to this can relate uh, that not everyone is going to understand the path and the journey that you're on. But if you just know, 
there's no negating that, you know, even my dad, God love him. But when I graduated high school, I gotten hired part time here answering the phones. So my last semester of college, Abby, how, how deep into this are we? Are we like an hour and a half in? No, 53. Okay. Oh, great. Okay, Goodness great. gracious. <laughs> Uh, look at me like still thinking of like, are we tracking? Are we on the right time? <laughs> but uh, I I was driving here five days a week. My last semester of college, I had gotten finally hired and on the payroll. That first check, it was nothing, but man, it felt good. <laughs> and I remember just not sleeping at all that semester, really. I was driving here five days a week before the sun was up. It was a 45-minute drive each way from where I live to get here every morning. And you were excited? I was so excited. And then I was answering the phones, which Abby can tell you is, is a grueling job. And then I would drive back to Murfreesboro and take afternoon. I was full-time in school still. So I would take afternoon and night classes. And then I would get three sometimes four hours of sleep on a good night and get up and do it again. And I remember my dad telling me when I graduated, I I did move to Antioch after I graduated college. So less of a commute. He was like, you would make more working at a Dick's Sporting Goods and like full-time than what you're doing here, like working part-time. And love my dad, but I just knew that was bad advice. You know, he wasn't telling me to work at Dick's. He was telling me (laughs) to make more money, to (laughs) use my degree to like, go be a news anchor or something and I just knew at the end of the day I didn't want to do that so I just trusted my intuition I had to work some other jobs to make ends meet for a while but then it started coming together and when it started coming together I could start looking around being like remember when you said (laughs) remember when you said uh that it wouldn't work out well 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 This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So, and sometimes you, I mean, a lot of times you got to lay, especially I feel like when you're working with a personality, you know, mm-hmm. like Bobby Bones in particular, he's a big personality. Like, he's going to want to, like, know how someone operates too it's not like you can just have anybody work on a team because the the brand is the human and the human me and bobby are so much alike it's kind of scary so you can like read his mind not read his mind but the way that we he <laughs> childhood trauma see childhood <laughs> trauma the way we process things is we're different we got a ton of differences don't get me wrong but like i i just know where his head's at because that's where mine would be you know what i mean so you know how to make and then you know how to make good decisions like to help mm-hmm. guide and, the ship yeah, and I always have, and this is every manager should have this. I feel like I always have his best interest at heart at the end of the day. So, so you make the decisions like you would make them for yourself, with like because I am making them for myself uh-huh. at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. what he does reflects on me, and vice versa. So, is that pressure? Does that feel like a lot of pressure? No, it feels easy. There's trust there. Yeah, trust is. Do you think trust is almost more important than? Skill set, because you can kind of learn a skill, right? You need both. (laughs) (laughs) You need both. You do. Mm -hmm. You need. So what are the skills that you need to be savvy like you are and run a high-powered radio show, produce it? So I no longer do that. Let's give flowers to Scuba Steve. He is the executive producer of The Morning Show now and does a great job doing it. Um, But What does it take, though, to navigate that? Because it's like... Yeah. It's all the personalities. It's Bobby. It's Amy. It's Eddie. It's Lunchbox. It's yeah. Ray. You know, it's like Morgan. Uh, it's like all these personalities. You've got to like know what's good for each one of them. Set yeah. them up for success. Like create the little bits that are gonna like work on work to their strengths. You know, it's like so much of it is knowing the ecosystem. It's, it's knowing the ecosystem, but it's really just putting the effort into knowing each individual. Yeah, and what suits them best. You know, if, if we would get an email for, you know, we want Bobby to read this endorsement about alcohol, I'd be like, well, that ain't going to happen. But you know who would be great for that? But that's just such a small example. It's just knowing who you're working with. And even in artist management, you know, I've worked with J.D. Clayton and some other artists. It's knowing 
who they are and what their goal is and aligning with their vision. And if you can't align with their vision, you don't need to be working with them. So do you, you know? think having like a, uh, not that you have to have like a mission statement or a vision statement, but like, do you think knowing what the vision is, like where, what road are you on and where is this train trying to get to is mm. the most important thing? Yeah. I think we have always working with an artist, working on a show, you know, your overarching goals, right? You mm. know, this is, the box we want to check at the end of the day and what are, and then you strategize what are the steps to get there. And I don't do this all on my own. I mean, it takes a village and a team. You know, when I worked on the radio show, I had great help, like producer Abby over here off camera. What's up, Abby? What's up, Abby? <laughs> and, um, you know, all of the people that make that morning show run, Mike D, now Scuba. Uh, I worked with Hillary back in the day, who was a producer. It takes a village. It's not like any one person. Ray, oh my gosh, Ray, like, did he even sleep? Does he sleep? I don't know. <laughs> but it just takes teamwork and also... I, you know, I wasn't always perfect. I had to learn through some situations of how to manage people. I was really young when I got the head producer position. You know, I was in my early 20s. And Did I'm you? and I'm like running this show of people who were 10 years older than me. All over the, the United States. And there were some growing pains, you Did know. Did you feel the pressure of like... For sure. How big the show was? For sure. When I was the, in my early 20s producing the morning show... I, that was a stressful time when I first got into it before I found my stride because it felt off to me to be telling people older than me what to do. Uh, but again, I think what I've learned is once you get to know the individual, get to know Lunchbox, get to know what his goals are and what he wants to achieve, and then let him genuinely see, like, I want you to achieve your goals. It's not my goal to, you know, same with anyone on the show or with the artists I've managed, like, aligning on that vision and strategize it's what we've done so aligning you're really good at aligning we, we you're met. good at aligning people <laughs> i guess you are but we met and you talked through what you wanted i don't even think you had a fully clear vision of what you day, wanted to change that night i think even that night you sent me a video it was at night and it was cold <laughs> and you had your socks on just like this and you're like well i set up a makeshift shift studio it's not perfect but it's gonna be great and like you did that the first yeah. day and then like we had written a whole script of like a format now how to follow mm -hmm. and like target guests and it's like within like less than eight hours you had yeah. sent me a full recap but when I put my mind to something, I'm not the best. There could be anyone in this seat. You know, I, it's it's not like I'm just the best of the best. But when I set my mind to something, I was this way in college. I've been this way pretty much my whole life. There's good luck stopping me. And I've already had some people that like have, you know, said things that have been discouraging, like stepping in this role. But then I'm like, just sit back, sit back and watch. Like I've seen people that be like, oh, he interviewed all these people. And then he goes with the girl he knows. Oh, makes a lot of sense. And I'm like, okay. Oh, well, so you got a peanut gallery too. Yeah. We all got a peanut gallery. Um, I, I knew some people applying for this job. Cause I mean, this was a highly coveted job. I mean, the people that I knew applying were like legit, too legit to quit, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, yeah, you got people waiting. Exactly. Yeah. But with me, and I'm not saying it, any of these other candidates wouldn't have had this. I truly have always had this mentality. No job is too big or small. It wasn't above my pay grade to break my back, to bring this furniture in here and set it up and get everything looking the way that I think it should look. And you want your I wasn't going to wait on somebody to do that 
you tell a line five a, a crew to like get this done like I just when I have something in my mind and I know that it's the thing that needs to happen you're gonna get it done I'm gonna get it done so you can create clear pictures so you're like going back mm-hmm. to this you're really good at aligning when you get clear when you assess the situation in mm-hmm. the job and then you figure out how you can get clear on it you can execute it I think so yeah you're good at creating the still, mental picture I'm still learning like I don't have this fully flushed out idea of what everything's gonna look like I'm trying to get a vibe for Okay, who's everybody we have on the slate right now? Slate meaning the network. Mm -hmm. You, we have Amy's podcast. We have the Bobbycast. We have several others. And just making sure that, are we firing on all cylinders on all these shows? And if not, what are are the things we can do to tune it up? And I think that's not a hard thing to do, to see that big picture. It is though. It's harder than one might (laughs) think. It's a lot lot of little plates to if your brain is the brain for it because it's not hard for you when you get in there Mm -hmm. but it's like painting a picture it is you know yeah and some people are really bad but we're not the first to do it (laughs) you know there are tons of podcasts out there you could see what's working and what's not working and but then being able to assess and apply Mm -hmm. you know yeah and and readjust where you need to and we're learning together i'm having so much fun I'm me too it's the best am i your new co-host what's going I on i kind of was thinking we might be right <laughs> maybe uh we'll talk about it okay we can you know brainstorm better okay so let me ask you a few more questions so we're okay. gonna wrap up um tell me two things okay what is right with the world and what is wrong with the world oh god <laughs> all right well what is right with the world I think, mm, I love this question. I think, that's a TikTok trend, by the way. Oh. Um, I see a lot of goodness in the world. You know, I see a lot of people helping their neighbor. You know, we just had this big snow and I saw people help, you know, I have some elderly neighbors and I saw the guy across the street, like helping them shovel their drive. Like, I think as darkest things seem and like the news is dark there there seems to be so much negativity and divide and all these things at the root of us as human beings we are so similar to anybody we come in contact with like we share so many more similarities than we do differences and I think sometimes we all get caught up on the differences end um but yeah I think that overall humanity is there and we lose that to all that divide I was talking about of actually seeing it but if you're looking for it you'll see it um so yeah if everyone in the world did this it would be a much better place help helped old people at the airport (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times I've been at the airport recently and there's been a little old lady struggling with her bag and People sometimes get tuned into their own thing, and I'm guilty of this too. But PSA, be helping our elders and those that are in need of help at the airport because that's a hard place to for a lot of people to navigate. And while I do it all the time, I have to remind myself, this is probably this person's first flight in a decade or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's dragging her bag that doesn't roll because she didn't know to get a rolly bag. And I'm about to carry it to her gate. And that doesn't make me a good person. It means I'm being a good, like, just this, human. this is just human. And so what it, humanity next should time be. you're at the airport and you're not rushing to your gate, because let's face it, we all get to our gate. We, we get to the airport, we walk up to our gate, we stare at it and we're like, mm, this is the gate. Uh, what now? <laughs> and then we walk around aimlessly for a little bit. Spend that time looking for people that need help because sweet. I always see people that people at the airport that need help for whatever reason. 
I love that. Okay, we're going to wrap up with talking about your colon. Oh, God. How are you feeling? Because you're getting a colonoscopy tomorrow. You've been talking about it. We teased this a long time ago. What if we had just forgot to talk about it? That would be a real big letdown. We would have had to like go over notes after. Um, I'm getting a colonoscopy on Friday. I've had some not so great tummy issues for two years. Because you've had anxiety before, but this is escalated. This is different than the anxiety. Like about two years ago, things just sort of changed with my habits. And I don't want to get too like in the weeds, but um, going more often, some days going like, you know, just dealing with the tummy girl issues. And then recently there's been some blood present Mm -hmm. and that has been scary. That has scared me enough to go, okay, this ain't normal. So, um, yeah, I have a colonoscopy and I, I made the mistake of going through this TikTok wormhole of Ooh. apparently a ton of young people are being diagnosed with colon cancer these days. And like my generation, our generation is two times more likely. Don't quote me. I mean, this is just what I'm seeing on TikTok. So I'm not a professional, but two times more likely or so to develop colon cancer earlier than our parents' generation and Right now, it's like not even encouraged to get a colonoscopy until you're like 45, but so many people are being diagnosed younger. So I do think that will end up changing to a younger age. But I have seen these videos. I'm like, man, I have every single symptom of that. And I'm just hoping that I'm an IBS girly and they can get me on a better path uh, because it's starting to impact like my day-to-day life. Like I'm not doing things because my stomach is messed up and you know, it's just mm-hmm. not a good way to live. So oh, I'm sorry. It's Morgan. okay. I mean, I still have quality of life. I don't want to act like it's just terrible, but, but when your physical health is compromised on some level, it changes everything. Yeah. There's some mornings where I'm like, this is a work from home morning. Cause I, I, I just, my stomach is so messed up. I can't even get out the door. You know what I mean? So it's definitely, have you noticed with like certain foods, it's different. No, that's another thing is I can't really pinpoint it to a certain food. So I'm hoping to get some positive answers. Everyone listening, this, send by the time this, all your good vibes. Well, by the time this comes out, the, colon, the colonoscopy will have happened, I think. It will. So maybe we'll have an update. We'll do an update. Hopefully a good one. It will be good, Morgan. It's going to be so good. Let's hope. It's going to be great. But just being brave, I know you're nervous. If if anything, if you're listening and you've had some symptoms you've just mentally been putting off because that's exactly what I did for two years, just do your due diligence and go get checked out. Peace of mind is better than continuing to suffer. And, you know. Yeah. I I understand what you're saying, though. It's hard to, like, take the plunge where you're like, wait, I need Mm -hmm. to actually check this out. It's not just nothing. Right. Hopefully it's nothing. It is nothing. No, but yeah, you. it is totally nothing. But it's so much better just to get it looked at. Mm-hmm. Why not? You know? I'm such a warrior. It'll be good to know one way or the other. Well, thank you for your honesty. You're welcome. Thank this you has been so fun. I was so scared. I know you were. And I said, do not worry. Well, the last couple of episodes, I've had to pull out Kleenex for our guests. I'm like, oh my God, is Caroline going to make me cry? I don't want to cry on the internet. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> but I will. Um, I just think you're a fascinating human. And I think you're fascinating. You're really good at these heart to heart conversations, by the way. If I haven't said it enough, you are Thanks, President. I could really use that affirmation. <laughs> you're <for> very you. <laughs> you're super easy to talk to and I feel like you're such a positive person. I, I listen to you interview other people and you're observant and you're always pointing out the things about them that may not be obvious to them that 
are like their little good little quirks and qualities. So I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Well, I am truly fascinated by humans and especially someone like yourself who's had such a life. I mean, starting off twin life, that's fascinating to self, but we just only talked about that, you know, mm-hmm. and then going through all the stuff with your parents, step parents, into these high profile jobs, being a woman, you know, it's like in this industry, it's a lot. And then Travis Kelsey and, and chest hair. We I covered got, we covered all our bases. And then I was dying to talk to you about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey because I just need a gush. And yeah. You were here for it. I'm a woman. I see him, you know, with I get it. Hair. I get it. Mm. Okay. Well, I always wrap up with leave your light. Okay. And I have loved this so much, Morgan. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. And pushing through your nerves. But what do you want people to know? What do I want people to know? I want people to know that when you wake up on those days where you think, what is the point of all this? And I don't like the shoes I'm in today. I don't like this because I have a great life, but we all go through through those moments where we Human go, moments. this isn't what I would have written. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yes. Absolutely know what you're talking about. When you wake up in those shoes and in that mentality, please know that you're going to laugh again. You're going to smile. You're going to genuinely feel joy again. That is temporary and you need to be here. Um, yeah, I think that's what I would tell people. I love that Morgan. <laughs> okay. You're the best Morgan Massengill, the president of the national podcast, Texas from Milan, M- Milan, Texas, <laughs> Milan, Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> I, I'm not a Texan. I mean, no hate to Texans. I'm but, a Texan. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah. Love to Texas, but uh, I'm a Tennessee girl. <laughs> Listen, we Tennessee and Texas people proud where we're from. Um, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. I think I'm going to stick around for maybe a bonus episode that'll come There's out. There's my president reminding me what's next. We got a tease, girl. Uh, we have a bonus episode coming up where we're going to do a call, Caroline, and that's where we're going to call Caroline. We're going to ask your board. We're going to call Caroline. We're going to ask your burning questions. We're going to ask your boring questions. We're going to get to all your boring questions. We're going to ask your burning questions, and Morgan's going to answer them. Yeah. And it's going to be like a Middays with Morgan session on a call, Caroline. So you're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be good. Coming up on Thursday. All right. Bye. Bye. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles 
and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.